And we're back once again with Evan and Mallory. Hi, Scott. Hello. Two married staff members. And this is a little backstage on the staff. We are. So we're interviewing our married staff members, which we only have four. Yeah, my math's right on that. Yeah, two pairs. Yeah, two pairs. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Got to and we're start. your first married couple. Yes, that's you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just setting the bar high. We hope so. Yeah, or at least medium. Yeah. Or that's medium. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, sure. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Ooh, that was deep. I don't know. <laughs> Over here. Oh, man. Mallory already gave me a look. It's going to be a good Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a great, great time. Thank you both for being here. Thanks for having us. You've enjoyed the podcast. Listen to all of them so far. You do a great job. Thank you. Yes. I try. You got that great radio DJ voice. Mm, thank you so much. <laughs> Going live. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Oh, so how long? But so so how long have y'all been with Simple Church? So I started actually after Mallory. A lot of people don't know that Mallory is one of the first. It is employees. about time somebody gave me I some didn't credit know that. for that. Yeah. I, I did. did not know that. I don't know the exact year, but when Simple Church launched, I was 2007. Thank you. Yeah. I'm talking about when I started. I was in college in Arkansas, Washtenaw Baptist University. Go Tigers, the real Tigers. I'm looking at you, ETBU oh, employees. Now you already have haters, yeah. All right, anyway. Um, I was nannying for a family and had Fridays off. I knew Justin, and Justin basically said, I really need some help with preschool and children's. I have no idea what I'm doing. Could you just come in to my office on Fridays, which was like a closet in another church, and figure out some curriculum, order some inflatables for the movie theater for kids to play in? I was like, what? But I loved it. It was fun. It's always fun working for Justin. So that summer, I worked on Fridays and Sundays. And that was it. And then at the end of the summer, I was going back to college, and Justin was like, hey, come into my office real quick. I want to talk to you. So, of course, I'm nervous because I'm Mallory. <laughs> she gets nervous easily. And he was like, I know your boyfriend is Evan Semenko, and you know I love that dude. Do you think he would ever come here? And... My eyes got really big, and I was thinking, I don't know. I mean, he's being groomed for another position at a different church, but if you could sell it to him, I bet he would, and now you can tell your story. The rest is history. So that that was summer 2007, and then okay. the one-year anniversary after that is when I came over and started part-time and was working as the part-time while I was a senior in college. We were dating, and then been here ever since. So I came September 2008. So it'll be 12 years this September. Wow. Been a long time. And Justin was my middle school pastor at First Baptist Bozier, where we grew up. I think we're allowed to say that. You kept saying another church. You can say That's First right. Bozier. We, we reference I, it a lot. Well, I'm just being, you know, PC over here. That's right. Justin was never my middle school pastor, Okay, though. so I had a year over. Mine I'm was a year the older. wolf. There you go, I Greg. Will? That's right. Greg Walker yeah. was our middle school pastor. Really? Mallory's a year behind me in school, a year younger. Huh. And so we had, I had Justin for a year, and then Greg took over. And then Chip Mitchell, who's on staff, was our high school pastor. Yes. All four years of high school. Ministry. Yeah, so Chip was my middle school pastor, and then Justin was my high school. Everybody's like having to make a family tree. That's right. It's complicated. <laughs> but all that being said is, means. known Justin a long time. Known Chip a long time. Scott, yeah. known you a long time. 
You were a senior when I was a freshman. So we I was your bully. High school together. Do we going to get into that? I didn't know if I, you were going to bring yeah, that up. Yeah, no, no. Of course we're going to bring that up because I, I was Evan's bully. Unfortunately, I don't remember it. I have apologized. He has, but yeah. literally, Scott, I wasn't even important enough for you to remember who I was. <laughs> I just want you to think about that. All you out there that you think one day that that person that's mean to you in high school, yeah. they're going to be your coworker and yeah. you can be friends. There it's okay. Go. Yeah, it is. It's okay. But we went on the road with open eyes. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school. I was interning for Chip, doing media stuff, and you were a senior. And we stayed in the same room together. Oh, I've been waiting for this. This is the whole (laughs) reason I'm on the podcast today. We're going to have the airing of grievances, Scott. We're going to get it out in the public. Best of us for the rest of us. That's right. So you were a senior. I was a freshman. And you were a bully. You were mean to me. And I'm I'm not going to deny that. Or deny that. Excuse me. What did I say? Deny that? that? Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. It, wow. it, there's a possibility, but you don't remember. At I all. don't remember. No recollection of me being no, on that trip. I don't, I don't ever remember. We spent five you days being together there. in the yeah. same room. Sorry, <laughs> Evan. Unbelievable. Is a scorekeeper. I am. I am. Well, I apologize. But you know, forgiveness Apology wins, guys. Accepted. That's forgiveness right. wins. Me and Scott have got along for a long time. Now, now they're so holding over. hands. Oh, let's embrace. <laughs> You're only saying that because you can't see it. That's right. <laughs> exactly. There are no videos yeah, today. Which there was supposed to be, but we kind of we we let the ball drop on that our video department. But that's okay. They're a little bit behind. But, you know, we forgive them. That's so right. So basically, I did my hair for nothing. But okay. it looks here great. I am. It looks, it looks so good. Thank you. And Scott, other fun fact in Student Mystery Land, you actually did my job before me. What, uh, what did I do? You took the first <laughs> Simple Church group to camp. I did. I did, yeah. I was the first Simple Church youth leader. So what? for six boys, yeah. The summer before I came, when yeah, you were starting. an intern at Big Stuff, I was. I worked at Big Stuff camps in Panama City Beach, Florida. We're going right this year to high school, taking it. So if you're a high schooler, you want to go. It's an awesome experience. But I was working there, and Scott was there and represented Simple Church. Brought six guys, and yep. he was something. There's a reason why Scott's <laughs> not the youth something. pastor now. Well, you know, once again, you know, I don't know how to say it nicely. I get annoyed easily. That's there a nice way to say yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no I'm not the best youth leader. quite like Evan yeah. Franco. Yeah. Where it takes he, a lot. Where Evan has a lot of patience, I have none. So I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. That does not bode well for students. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> hey, but you still help out. You drive. I do. You have been a lot. faithful help in student ministry for oh. a long time. I'm very thankful for you. You're welcome. Uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Anyway, so how long have the two of you been married? We have a big milestone coming up. We will be married 10 years in May 2020. Wow. Coming up in a couple months. What's the 10 years that's in that 10? Like, is in the middle 10? T-I-N? That? I don't know. We always yeah. look this up like a week before the anniversary Planet and try to be creative. Yeah, that's right. We have two kids, and so there's not a whole lot of big plans for anniversary coming. <laughs> Or maybe you could be surprising Ooh, me. This please could be don't all get your hopes <laughs> You're going to Natchitoches <laughs> with the girls. <laughs> yes, yes, we have two daughters. We have Eliza Grace, who is almost two in May, and we have Nora Lee, that will be five in June. Starting kindergarten mm-hmm. in August. It's a big milestone, Scott. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw that on the old Instagrams. Mallory's face right now. If y'all could see Mallory's face. We are not going there mentally that my baby's starting kindergarten. But it's a good thing. We got a while. Let's just stop that right there. Stop that drain (laughs) from coming. Are you going to cry? No. Oh, good. I'll have to edit that out if you cry. (laughs) Make everyone uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. 
Wow. That's cool. Ten years. Ten years in May. Ten happy, wonderful years. They really have been, Scott. <laughs> They've been great ten years. There's ups they and downs really like are. anybody, but yes. very fortunate. Still love each other. Absolutely. More than ever. Aww. Yes. That was a hesitation there. Do you hear yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. That was a, pause. It was a long pause. Like, <laughs> no. Of course there's ups and downs. Absolutely. No marriage is perfect. But ten years, I can't believe it. A whole wow. decade. That's right. I've known you since you were 14. So I've known you for over half my life now. That's right. Wow. That's incredible. Little old me. And when did you all first meet? So I was a sophomore in high school. She was a freshman coming up. And then we went on a Six Flags trip when we really got to know you. Is that right? You're making a face. like I think so. I'm not sure. It was mainly youth ministry. Chip was our um, high school pastor. Plug for student ministry. Get involved. You can meet your future spouse. That's definitely a perk. Uh, uh. Um, I knew Evan as the resident nerd of the church. And he drove a purple minivan. So I called him Evan. Very punny, very clever. Um, he was always up at the church, but honestly, I didn't love high school, but I loved youth ministry. I felt like that was my home and an escape. I really found my love for church there, and Evan was literally always there, so we naturally became friends. I struggled in math in high school, and my mom totally embarrassed me and asked him to tutor me in geometry. So he did a great job. I passed geometry. What grade did you make? Do you want me to say A? Oh, you made a B. <laughs> okay. A I B. was very proud. We came a long <laughs> Do way. you want me to say A? <laughs> it was hard for me. Um, anyway, he was my tutor. And then after that, we became friends. Evan made the rookie mistake of telling my best friend that he had a crush on me. I did. Mm. Went that route. I have no idea why he did that. So then I knew, and I totally didn't want to lead sweet little Evan on. Because so, she wasn't interested. That's what she's not saying. Yeah. So anyway, I started avoiding him a little more, trying not to ride in that van of his <gasps> or hang out. And then all of a sudden, um, I got wind. Is that the right analogy? Evan likes to tell me all the times I use the wrong words. <laughs> Only um, when you do. <laughs> anyway, I never do. And he was going to ask me to homecoming, and he had never been to a dance. Was it homecoming right. or prom? Homecoming. Wow, you'd so never been to a dance? I didn't go dance my senior year of high school. Wow. Yeah. But this woman right here just gave him the idea. Took that pity. He suddenly wanted to go to a high school dance with me. So I did what any woman would do, and I went to his best friend and said, please ask me to your prom so that Evan doesn't ask me. Shout out Barry Harper if you're listening. <laughs> Just got married. <laughs> so I went to a dance with him, went in the same group. Um, I always seemed to be dating somebody in high school. And, always. Um, I was just always having fun, all right? And then I was about to leave for camp before college. Um, I traveled and did some stuff with another ministry and did summer camps. Then I was going to go to cheer camp for college and move to Arkansas. And Evan stopped me. We were at McAllister's. This is the most like lifetime movie thing Dramatic. Evan has ever done. Evan is kind of a, roman a romantic man, right? 
I think so. I you said so. You said I, was about, I was about to say romance and couldn't make up my mind. Anyway, so he came to me at McAllister's Deli as I'm going about away. to pull out. Going away dinner. Of the parking lot in my little two-door Ford Escort and had no electric windows. And he taps on my glass and I roll down the window and he just said, why not me? And mm. stared at me. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And he said, why not me? Why did you never choose me out of high school? All these other guys, and why not me? And in true Mallory fashion, if you know me, I am not fight or fl- in fight or flight. I am not a fighter. I flee. 100%. And I said, not sure. Put my car in reverse. She left and me left. sitting in the <laughs> McAllister's parking lot. I put my heart on the line. Yeah, and then I went to my best friend's house and was like, what am I going to do? He said this, and I'm a jerk. I can't believe I did that. But he had a girlfriend. Why he said that. It's a serious one. We broke up less than a week later. I knew it was coming. Mm. So anyway, then I met him at at your intern office, I guess, and explained myself and said, you know, Evan, I've always put you on a pedestal. You're one of the greatest guys in my life. I love who you are. One day, I knew he would be a youth pastor, so this is funny, but I was like, one day you're going to be my kid's youth pastor, and I can't wait, and that's who you are. She churchily put me in the friend zone, Scott. Mm. But at least I came back. I didn't flee forever. I really thought I'd never going to see her again. She pulled wow. out of that parking lot and I said, there. I was like, well, I shot my shot. I took my chance. And hey, at least, hey at least you you tried. That's right. Right. So then I did my thing all summer, went to school. Um, then this is like a turn, a 360. Or are you supposed to say 180? <laughs> you always tell me I say 360 is all the way around. Yeah. Well, it kind of is all the way around. Depends how you look at it. But um, there was a tragedy, and three of my friends were killed in a car wreck. Um, One of the passengers that survived was his sister. And so I came home from college to three funerals, and some of my washed-off friends came back and were with me. And Evan was kind of walking that road of grief, obviously, and... He just stood out in a way that nobody else did and um, comforted me as a friend. Some of my friends teased me later, like on the way back, and they were like, that guy's different, and he really cares about you. And it was my campus ministries director named Stacy, and she's like, I think you're going to marry that guy, Evan. And I was like, Stacey, you have no idea. Like, you you don't even understand what that means. Like, he is such a nerd. I called him Evan. He's liked me forever. Like, that will never happen. And anyway, I went back to school and started thinking about it. And as he checked in with me and prayed for me and really cared about me, I was like, I think I, think I do like this guy. That's right. And Facebook had just come out. We just got on the Facebook. It's a Facebook Messenger was a big deal. So my very first Facebook message to Evan Semenko was, hey, my friends think we're going to get married. Isn't that funny? Ha, ha, ha. And she actually printed that message out for me and framed it for Christmas last year. So I have that message in the house. That's where it all made the turn. And 
Yes. But you think that would be the end of the story, right? She'll have won her over, Scott. It wasn't. Nope. Nope. It's still, we take another twist. Oh. So I went and interned at Big Stuff Camps that summer. That's the summer we were talking about where you brought students. And so Mallory, all of a sudden, because I'm playing hard to get and not interested in her, now for the first time in five years, she's interested in me. And I wasn't having it. I was going and just going to try to play coy, not let her go and try to show her interest in me. And I was a little hurt from the couple times before. Oh, and I was head over heels for now, Evan. for the first time, finally. She wasn't like, before. Like, I think Evan... And it Evan, only took five years? Five years. Yeah, I... Um, Evan, I guess, outprayed me is what I think happened here. God is good to pastors. <laughs> and he... Um, I was totally in love. I was interning at First Bossier in Tiny Town. Because we kept missing each other. She came home. From college and I left. I remember you in Tiny Town. That's right. That was my first memories of Scott. You'd we'd be walking around old Tiny Town. I don't know doing what. <laughs> Everybody else doesn't know, know what Tiny Town. I don't is. remember anything about it, but I do remember being there. Tiny Town is the preschool ministry. It wasn't yeah. like we were on our knees crawling in a t- <laughs> miniature town. People are mentally picturing. And anyway, I no did, wait. I just remembered something. I think I asked you out. You might have. <laughs> Look at Evan. This is the first time no, I'm hearing wait, this. Wait, wait, this wait. podcast is over. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, because you were but, in I town, and I, yeah, I was like, I think she's pretty cool, and I asked you out, and you turned me down. Because I was head over heels with Evan. Wow. I was never yeah, that literally up, just Scott, yeah, that literally just popped in I my head. I never knew that. We're gonna talk later. This is like yeah. counseling. <laughs> we'll meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> She turned me down. I mean, and quick, too, by the way. I was so obsessed with Evan. So I knew he was at Big Stuff Camp. This is, I could not believe. I'm like, of course, I come back and work at the church that he's working at, and he leaves. Like, literally the same week that I get there, he's gone. Then I was going on a mission trip for three weeks to Australia. And he was coming home for two weeks for Fourth of July. The only break I got all summer, we missed each other again. So I knew that the student ministry at First Bossier was going to visit him at Big Stuff Camp. They all made shirts that said, we love Evan. Yes, I have a picture with that shirt on. And if you've never been to Big Stuff, it's a big camp. Like, there's thousands yeah. of students each week, mm-hmm. and it was a big deal. That our church was coming and getting to see them. And again, I'd been there for six, seven weeks at that point. And... Side note, Facebook had just really taken off. So we had been on it about a year. Hmm. I said that. I know, but th- I'm about to mention a different part. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. I'm saying that all of a sudden I'm at home looking. On, I would have to get on a laptop. Smartphones weren't really in our hands yet because we were poor. Well, and, well one person, I think Chip had one. The first iPhone came out in 2007, so yeah, yeah, that was right when the first one. So I'm getting on Facebook, and I'm seeing Evan Samanko getting tagged with girls on the beach playing for his beat. He's tan and best shirtless. Yeah. The best shape of his life. And Evan, I was too, by the way. <laughs> Shirtless in Tiny Town. I wasn't the best shape of my life, but that was my point. Okay, then me too, if we yeah. all were. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Anyway, I'm seeing all these girls say, I love Evan. He's so cool. And Evan is not responding to my texts, my messages. I got scandalous. I sent care packages. He would every now and then tell <laughs> me really like did. how Care-packed. tired he was. So I was writing scripture. 
and sending like specific scripture that he would say how he was tired or what he was worried about, about how God's given him strength and renewed mind and rest. No response from Evan. I made a birthday package where I got like a hundred preschoolers to write happy birthday cards to Evan. Wow. Had it delivered. No response. One time. One, and I was like, man, why in the world do I like him now? And then I even was sitting in an office with another guy named Scott who is texting Evan back and forth. I know this. So I'm like, I'm going to send him a text. He's, he's bored. So I was like, hey, buddy, how's he going? No response. <laughs> Still pretty upset from getting left in the parking lot the year before. Yeah, I mean, it's it's understandable. That's right. I, didn't I think wouldn't she have responded either. And she's going to school far away. We didn't know how we were going to make long distance work. And I'd moved on. So anyway, came home for 4th of July. And we saw each other for, what was it, like 24 hours Not before my that. flight yeah. left. We overlapped one day. And he came to my house. Or I was going to see you. I left like your favorite ice cream treat on the hood of your car. Because you wouldn't even walk out of the church to come <laughs> see me. Because you're playing flag <laughs> football or whatever. Capture the flag. Capture the flag. And anyway, he drove to my house, knocked on my door, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I have been a total creep, and I've sent him so much. He's going to be like, I'm blocking your phone number. This is your, You've gone to the crazy side. And I come outside, and he finally just spills his guts and tells me, he's like, I do like you. I just wasn't sure, and I wanted you to know that you were in this that you were for real we dtr and i think i probably yelled at him was like i can't believe you put me through all this and then he kissed me and the rest is history that's right so that was july 2007 we've been together ever since we dated three years long distance i told him long distance would probably never work yeah so i would get off on thursdays because we're closed on fridays when i was working at simple church i'd go after school on thursday I would go drive to Mallory, hang out Friday, Saturday, come back for church on Sunday, and we did that, and you'd come Sometimes I would beg you to stay one more night. He was staying with a friend, everybody, in another dorm. That's right. And I'd be like, can you please stay one more night? And he would get up at like 3 a.m. on a Sunday and drive I don't know if Justin ever do that. Sorry, Justin. Which might affect the performance back then. But, yeah, I'd get up and drive from Arkadelphia to church to be there at 7 a.m. Which is like wow, that's two hours and 13-minute drive because we tried to beat it every time. It was a race. So there you go. That's our story. Mm-hmm. We got married in 2010. You graduated college. You moved home for two weeks, got married. The week later, we went to high school camp. <laughs> yes. And then you found a job teaching that first summer. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So so let's go back because you were working at Simple Church, which, by the way, because Mallory was saying in another church, Simple Church literally, and, and Justin didn't even mention this, when we first started, we were literally in an office in First Bossier. Like, Chip had an office and Justin had an office, and that was And Simple I Church. had a closet. Yeah, and I actually used to, I worked night shift at LSU, and I would come in and work with Chip, and I would actually sleep in his office. Because wow. I would I would work 12 hours at LSU Hospital, get off work, sleep in his office for a couple of hours, and then get up and then do stuff for Simple Church. It's crazy. All of us losing yeah. sleep for this. Right? It's yeah, worth but, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it has been now. <laughs> we didn't know then. Yeah, yeah we were we literally. We did say we were in better shape before yeah. Simple Church. Yeah, so. it, was much, it was much skinnier then. <laughs> 
Fat Skinner. Fun Scott on Facebook. He was. Yeah, yeah, I really was. On yeah. Facebook. Another plug. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That Evan shirt was like an extra large. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. <laughs> Scott had it. No I one love ever Evan gave me shirt. one of those shirts. I, I want to one probably, so Mine bad. probably will fit. <laughs> They're on eBay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, because it shrank. Or did I get bigger? No, I got bigger. Yeah. Anyway, so, you, so you're working at Simple Church. Intern and that then, summer. Yeah, you're intern that summer, and then you just decide. So you were in school to be a school teacher. Yes. Yeah, so I just interned that one summer, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went. I was at Washita. I have a degree in early childhood education, which means in the state of Arkansas, I am certified to teach pre-K to fourth grade. But in Louisiana, it's pre-K to third grade. Interesting fact. So once we got married, I um, came back, got certified for Louisiana, and searched for a job all summer long, finally found one, and I was teaching pre-K at a Title I school, Kerr Elementary, for three years. First, I was in special ed pre-K for the first year, then went to regular ed for two years. I was in a little bit of a crisis and was thinking, I'm not sure if I love this that much. So I went to counseling to just hear it out. And my counselor at the time suggested, why don't you switch grades or switch schools and see if maybe that's it. So I started applying for a different school and I went to like a drastic change from Title I to one of the top performing schools in Louisiana W.T. Lewis Elementary, go Bulldogs. (laughs) And um, I taught first grade there for five years. There we go. That's my teaching career. So why did you want to leave teaching, though, and come to us? Well, okay. So this is hard to say because teachers, man, y'all are out there. Please don't quit. I hope what I say doesn't make any teachers quit because we need you. But mainly teaching is super hard. And if you disagree, you need to go sit in a classroom for a hot minute, just a minute. Um, But really what was happening is my heart was changing. In those eight years that I taught, I had Nora, my firstborn, and I started realizing I am so balanced, out of balance, which balance is a myth, I know, but I was spending so much time at school, and what I had imagined when I majored in education was this is a family-friendly career. I'd have summers off and breaks, and I would get done with school at 3 o'clock, and if you're a teacher listening, you're laughing or clapping and being like, yeah, right. And if you're not, you're like, yeah, what is she talking about? First world problems. But in reality, I'm taking graded papers home every night. I would, Evan would come home from church on Sundays, which means the only day we had off was Saturday as a family. He would be exhausted, take a nap. Nora would take a nap. And I would go back to school and get my room ready and come back home for dinner, basically. Anywhere we went, anything I did, I had graded papers or lesson plans. It was always school. And as a mom, when I'd come home and look at Nora after she's been at daycare all day long, five days a week, and most of my paycheck as a teacher is going to child care, and I'm looking at her thinking, 
I just want to go lay down. I don't want to spend time with you because I'm exhausted. But I've given my best to 26 six-year-olds all day long and other people. And it just seemed like this is not where I needed to be anymore. And I couldn't figure it out. So after a lot of prayer, um, I was pregnant with Eliza. And I told Evan, I was like, I think I'm finally going to quit. I'm going to do this. And I had no idea what I would do. And Evan's like, we're going to have to live in a van down by the (laughs) river. It was literally what he said several times because he was like, remember, I'm a youth pastor. And I was like, I just can't do it. And I can't scratch this feeling that I feel like God is saying, this is this has been great for a season, but I have a different plan for you. And suddenly our best friend, Davin Lazenby, (laughs) shout out, um, was quitting his job at the Simple Church and going to do, what is Davin doing now? He's a firefighter. full-time fireman with Benton. And five other jobs. Right. And I was like, I think I could do that. I think I could do that. Evan, what if you bring it up? And if I just did it part-time. Hold on, hold on. You think you could be a Benton fireman, or you think you'd yep. be Davin? I think I could be a fireman. No, because you know. because Davin was, for those that don't know, Davin was a volunteer coordinator for Simple Church, which is now what you are as a volunteer coordinator. Yes. And it's a big job. He also, yeah. he did it full-time with other, he did a lot of other things with his job at Simple Church. And so Evan was like, I mean, I can ask, I can bring it up. And anyway, we, he, we had in our mind, this is, an income that I need and could we make this work and it just kind of fell into our laps and it was exactly what we prayed for and we met with John as a couple and John's like we want you you can do this you love people we trust you and we'll make it work around whatever schedules best for your family which I was blown away just to hear that coming from a job that was not family friendly to suddenly we're going to we're going to make it work with your family. So how long have you been with us now? I this is so funny cuz nobody ever knows. Sometimes people are given tours and they're like Mallory's been here a few months, but I'll be here 2 years in August. Right, you started August yeah. 2018. Yep, you yes. took my office. Still bitter. That was so weird. That was a weird inside story. Yeah, we won't go into What is this backstage? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. But that's fine. I'm glad I just moved one door over. I didn't even think I would get an office. I thought I was just gonna be hanging out somewhere else, like like a pullout table. (laughs) John just walked in and said, "Move offices now." I was like, "Yes, sir." Yeah, I still see the patch tools from your your old. Yeah, you're welcome. Things. (laughs) Things. <laughs> They're called pictures. Pictures. That's the word you were looking for. Pictures. Okay. Pictures. Yeah. My family. Your cats. Yeah. Both cats. <laughs> nothing but cats. Scott is a cat person. I'm not a cat person. Scott. I own cats. That you love no, cats. I love my cats. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not a cat person. My cats right. came to me. I did not seek them. Okay. Just want to set the record straight. Set. 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 The record straight. There it is. There it is. Proud yeah. There you go. You got it. Man. Anyway, that was a rabbit chasing that I messed up and bungled. <laughs> so Evan, back to Evan. Yeah. Our middle school pastor. That's right. Slash media 
slash social media, I should really say, because yeah. that's really now that's a big that's becoming a bigger part of your job. Trying to help it be yeah. better. Yeah, not I mean you're still doing middle school and still in I guess enjoying that. I am absolutely. <laughs> Everybody thought it was crazy to pick middle school kids. So when I started, yeah, but what, hold on before oh, we sorry. go back to where you started, what did you always want to be in ministry, or did you? Is that something that you just said yes, I'm going to be in ministry, or yeah? Or what's the story on that? So we'll go way back because this is funny. My dad's parents are Catholic. My mom's parents didn't really grow up going to church. They got invited by a friend when they were in fourth grade to start going, and they went to a Baptist church. We lived in Slidell down by New Orleans, and so that really rocked my family's life because for the first time ever, they started going to church and became a value to them, and it was all a neighbor that invited them one time. It's changed the whole course of our family, and so my parents got started going. We were super involved. Uh, Awanas, if those of you remember Awanas, if you grew up Baptist, is like a Bible study kind of thing I was for an, kids. I was an RA. There you go. Same thing, kind of idea. And I loved that. Got super into it. That's Mallory said multiple times. It was pretty nerdy growing up. Still, still yes. that way. Yes. But loved doing that. <laughs> loved going to church. Got super involved. Justin and then Greg Walker was a middle school pastor at First Bossier when we moved here and did a great job. Made it something that I really wanted to be a part of. So my freshman year in high school. I went and I was really involved in the media stuff. Mallory left this part out, but we did an announcement show each week for the uh, high school ministry called Jam, Just a Message. Oh, yeah, I do remember. Actually, yeah. it was Jacob and Mallory. It Jake was when they Mallory. started, and that was, yeah. I did the videos and edited the videos, and Mallory was the anchor. She was the on-screen talent with our friend and Jacob I Maddox. Left, and they had to turn it into Just a Message. We kept it going. But I it carried turned. that show. You did. And so it was an excuse to hang out with Mallory, too, because I'd go and film and edit with her and then give her a ride home in that purple minivan. But I was working at the church. I started helping getting involved with that. Chip Mitchell would let us go and try to be an intern. So I worked for him that summer, and I just loved being around that environment, loved being at the church. I thought I was going to do computer programming. I had taken some classes. I had gone through and was going to go that route. But my sophomore year of high school, we went to camp, and that summer— the message is all about, but Jesus gave everything for you. What are you going to give back? And I was like, I really want to give my life to this. This is something I really enjoy. So I surrendered to ministry at 16, wanted to go into ministry, worked with Chip those summers and going and being involved. And then I went and interned with the middle school department at First Baptist Bossier. Will Guyton was the middle school pastor. So I was a freshman in college. I went to LSU Shreveport, was going to classes, working at Counterculture, the restaurant in the afternoon because they didn't pay me very much to be an intern, shockingly. And so I went and I was working both of those jobs while going to classes. And so I was there and loved it, loved working with Will, had a great time. And when Simple Church launched, it really kind of felt like a betrayal. We were mad that Justin and everybody was leaving and going to do this other thing. And we were still there at First Bossier. And that year or so before I took the job, I was like, I can't believe they left and go to do this. And we'd been loyal and all the stuff and grown up here. And but that over that year, God was working behind the scenes and really on my heart to be able to say, OK, but look at what they're doing. And being a part of what Simple Church has done these last 12 years has just been incredible because, again, nothing is first Bossier is where we grew up, but Simple Church is doing things that we never did, we never could. And seeing that and having those things that Justin and Chip instilled in us, like going on mission trips, that it was a big deal. I was one of the, I think we were the first high school group to go to Juarez. You were. My sophomore year of high school. And so my mom freaked out and can't believe we're going to this dangerous place and going across the border, but it was life-changing. It really was, as a 15, 16-year-old kid, incredible to go see and like, oh, my problems are not that big. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, yeah. I don't have a smartphone, I don't have all this stuff, versus there's people my age that are literally in poverty and seeing it and experiencing it for the first time in Juarez is really just something that stands out in my mind. So all that being said is when Justin approached and asked about Simple Church, 
I was a, going to be my senior college. My plan was to go to seminary. I was going to go to Bible school because that's what you did. You go get your master's and mm-hmm. was trying to go and figure I mean, that's if you want to be in church work, that's kind of the path that most people take. So I was like, okay, so worst case scenario, simple church doesn't work out. It's weird. I don't like it. I'll go to seminary the next year after I graduate. And I've got this backup plan kind of thing. And then I started working for him part time and 12 years later, still here. Yay. That's right. Wow. So it's we're been thankful. a wild ride. I am too. My yeah. favorite part of that story is somewhere in the middle when a high school pastor leaves and you're still in middle school ministry and people would secretly come up to me in church and be like, did Evan get demoted? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did they not want him to go to high school? We just love Evan. And I'm like, no, the crazy thing is he just really loves middle schoolers. I know it's weird, but he does. I really do. And I think that age more than any time in history is a critical point in students' lives that we, I think in general as a culture, tend to look down on them and think of them as still kids. But the stuff they're exposed to, being connected to the internet, the freedom they have and going through is making the things that we used to say high schoolers did earlier and really it honestly probably starts in fourth fifth grade and all the statistics and things that they're exposed to pornography they're seeing all the stuff on social media the comparison game and their self-worth and judging all this stuff is a big deal and so i really have been passionate and i've actually twice now had the chance to move to high school over 12 years but i've chosen to stay work with middle school kids because i really believe that they need that in their life that they need someone to help guide them and it's a complicated time and we're thankful. Thank you. Yes, I'm thankful because I've wanted to bounce some middle schoolers off my knee before. So. <laughs> I didn't, though, for the record. Thank you. I did I'm proud not. of you. Yeah. It's good. They're hard yeah. age. They're it hard. is, and it depends on the kids. There's yes. some great ones, but some of them will test you. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> Scott's been on some trips with us. And one of the most encouraging things to me is now getting to do this. You know, the average youth pastor stays at a church 18 months is what they say. That wow. you start, you go, you get all these new ideas, you get burned out, and you move to the next place hoping it'll be better. And so being here 12 years has really been a cool perspective now that literally I have kids that were middle schoolers that have gotten married, that are adults now, that have gone through life. And when they come back and talk about the memories they had and going on trips and you don't know if they listen to anything you say ever, <laughs> but there's stuff that gets through. And I think about my own life that when I was in middle school, the things Justin were saying and teaching stuck with me and changed my life. And it's not every kid and you're going to have some that don't stick with it, but it really has been encouraging. And a, a lot of days it's hard, but there's some days that it's like, man, that really helped that person or that really got them connected to a small group leader that helped them to go through life groups and be able to do that. Or they got this thing as an early age that set them on that path. And that's why I do what I do. And we're thankful. Thank you. You said that three times. You're very thankful. Yeah. Well, because I, <laughs> I really don't know what else to say. That's okay. Because we really are thankful. I appreciate that. We have a simple church and Justin Angler. <laughs> you speak for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mallory, have you enjoyed the volunteer coordinator? I really do love this job. I say it all the time. I love it. I definitely feel like God was stern in my heart to leave teaching for a reason. Um, I could always go back to teaching if I wanted to. I left on a great note, left my retirement in there, didn't pull it. So that could always happen. But And I she's do... very humble. I will interrupt her for the first time here. She is an incredible teacher. She always got the highest marks on her observations. She was in great with those kids and was very, very good at what she does. Thank you. Um, But when I took this job at first, I was like, well, this is just going to be like a very part-time, here's a small income 
so that you will not have to be in a van down by the river, as my <laughs> husband said numerous times. But then as I started doing it and diving in and I mean, man, I really do love it because I get to see a different part of the church that not everybody gets to see. Um, What my job is, I guess I should explain it for those who don't know. I'm the volunteer coordinator. I kind of network people. So if you want to get involved and take the next step in the church, I'm your girl. I'll come help you figure out what your gifts or talents are or how you want to spend your time. And then I connect you to the pastor that um, is in charge of the area you're interested in. So I mainly recruit for Sunday mornings. It takes us over 400 volunteers every Sunday. Stop and think about that for a second. Most people probably see a couple that are in the lobby. If you have kids in kids ministry, you see the ones in your classroom. 400 people give time every Sunday to make Simple Church happen for free. They come and right. choose to do that, and that is mind-blowing. The average church in America is 100 people. So 400 people choose what? every week to give up and so go. So I, um, I love that, first of all. That's so many people that are just giving their time for free. And I had always been in Simple Church in student ministry as a small group leader, girls leader, all of these things. Yeah, which for the record – you won every game. I just want to. No, I did not. I am so competitive yeah. to everyone that's yeah. listening. The backstory. Yeah. And yeah. I would yeah. never no, no, win no. stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. even she if I do win, every, there's pouty pants like Scott who's game. like, oh, it's because uh, you're married Ooh, to the yeah. pastor. Yeah. No, I work really hard. Okay. Okay. You won. If any of my girls are listening, please riot hey, in the Hey, hey, I was happy about... because most of the time you picked me to be on your team. So. Okay, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the only part of Simple Church I really knew frontwards and backwards was student ministry. Once I got into this position, I'm meeting so many different people that are had been going to our church for a while but never took the next step to volunteer or were brand new to our church and wanting to make it feel small or feel like it was their church. So I was able to hear all these stories and get to know people in a different way that I'm like, man, what I thought was just an income is actually changing my heart for ministry and changing my heart for our church because I'm seeing a different side and getting to know people and plugging them in and making them feel like, well, not me, just a, I'm just a tool of the Lord. No. But showing them <laughs> that God has a purpose for them and that they've been gifted in ways that they can use to make a difference in someone's life, that um, their time matters. And once you're a part of that, it changes everything about your Sunday. Um, not to be funny, but... Once you know how the sausage is made, you're like, man, there's, this is not so simple. And, hey, I would I want to be a part. Maybe I don't. So I kind of joke when I do volunteer, and, which is coming up, but always coming up since I don't it's know when this, is, this date is airing. But um, I give a digital tour of all the ways you can serve. You can always reach out to me if you're not currently volunteering, and I'd be happy to walk you through and the steps. And what's your email? My email is Mallory, M-A-L-L-O-R-Y, at thesimplechurch.tv, and I'd be happy to give you a tour or introduce you to anybody. 
um, that you are wanting to serve with. Maybe you've made a connection with a certain pastor and you're like, that would be fun to work under them on Sundays. And by work, I mean volunteer. And um, that's basically what I do. But I love it. I love hearing people's stories and why they got to be a part of our church and why they want to take the next step. And then obviously hearing the stories about once they're involved, how it's changed their life or their families. And I love it. (laughs) She's great at it. And one thing that people Mm. might not know, listen, if you've never been to Simple Church, is like, for example, anybody that works with kids gets a background check. We want to make sure that kids are safe. And so Mallory runs through that process and make sure that people get put in the right, right place. And... Which it's, it's always funny because the innocent always feel guilty and like, what's going to come up? Are you going to see that I didn't pay my apartment statement <laughs> at a certain time? Which um, if this is something that you're thinking about, I, we do run a background check on anybody that's upstairs because you're in close proximity of our children and our students. And we ultimately want to keep them safe. But if you have things on your background check, we can talk about it. We can always find a place for you to serve. And that's what I love about Simple Church is those people that are terrified of what their past might have been. Um, we'd never believe that you're too far gone, that we can't use you. We can find a spot, maybe not in a baby's room, but we can definitely use you. We can always use you. That's right. Yeah, definitely, because it takes a lot of work. It, it does. does. And shockingly, Scott, most people don't want to work with middle school kids. So I'm going to do a plug that's, right here. That's that's not shocking. <laughs> that's right. So if you I, wanted to work no, actually, I think with we're teenagers. Out of time. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> we joke that when Evan and I are together, when we've done announcements or words in church together, we're like, we probably reek of guilt in the most way. They're like, there's the volunteer coordinator and the middle school pastor. Run. Turn the <laughs> please, other direction. Please don't come talk to us. But yes, no, do a plug for middle school. Oh, yeah. So we're always looking for middle school and high school. Jonah Boaz is our high school pastor and working with teenagers. I personally love it. A lot of people don't, but I really do think it is so rewarding. And there have been great small group leaders. We have life groups just like the church for students that they can go. And you can literally help form a student's life and be there for them and walk through. And I just think of all the stories over the years now of doing it that students have connected with their life group leaders, that there's been adults that have gone to their graduations that continue to talk with them while they're in college, and that those are such critical formative years, and I promise they're more scared of you than you are of them. Yeah, because well, that just reminded me, actually, when I first started at First Bozier, Stuart Hall was high school, actually the youth minister. Justin was middle school, and Chip was actually my small group leader in eighth grade. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So all of us went through student ministry. This is a big part of why we're here, because Justin was a student pastor, got that, invested in us as teenagers, and now seeing down the road how it turned out that we always are looking for loving adults and somebody that would want to help to invest in teenagers. And my email is evan at thesimplechurch.tv. Would love to talk to you about that, too. And I, my most, the biggest question I get is, where is your biggest need? And that is a beautiful question. I love that. But I want you to choose a place that you actually enjoy. Don't just go where you think you're needed. Because the follow-up question normally is, where's your biggest need that doesn't work with kids? Yes. And the answer truly is always going to be family ministry anywhere because it's the hardest. And it's a commitment to show up for those kids and teenagers. But there's my plug. 
And then we have two preschoolers that are in childcare every Sunday. Christy A does a phenomenal job upstairs, making it an environment that's great for kids. It teaches them stuff. And we have friends that are parents now and they're like, I'm just not sure if my kid will go upstairs or I'm just going to keep him in the service with me. But it's something that really has helped Nora, our four-year-old now. She comes home singing songs and she knows scriptures and there's great volunteers that and pour into her. And she calls the volunteers by name. That's right. Yeah. She knows Miss Sandra Posey and she knows all them. And, and that's a good point too because – a lot of times what Justin is talking about in the main room is way over a child's right. head. So the, that's why the whole children's program is there, so they can go up there and get it on their level. But it's a fear. Yes. And Mallory knows some mamas that are afraid and don't want to take their kids and being separate. And Right. It is hard to drop your babies off. I totally understand that. I have an advantage because I run the background check, so I know they're <laughs> safe. And I know these people, but um, if you are a mama out there listening – we have a wonderful children's ministry that love for your kids and are praying for them and plan for them every week. And we are benefiting in a great way. There's so many things that Nora says already back to us that I'm like, I didn't tell her that. Did, Did you, you tell her that? <laughs> and it's out of the mouth of babes that you're like, wow. It is setting you're that right. foundation. So, yeah. Thank you, Nora. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Nora. No. Yes. All right. Well, thank you both so much for being here. That Scott, thanks for having and us. Thanks thank for being a little you. backstage, a backstage look into Evan and Mallory. Oh, here there we you are. Go. Reeking of guilt. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Reeking. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. <laughs>